I'm Matt Ferguson, and you're watching Rugby Wrap-Up. Next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby 2022, Power Ray and McCarthy with an Eastern Conference preview and predictions. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pub. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to this week's Rugby Wrap-Up Major League Rugby Edition with the superstars of the pundit world, Mr. Brian Ray, calling in from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Mr. Dan Power, uh, calling in from Australia via Denver. Uh, gentlemen, welcome. Dan, let's start with you. Your backdrop is in honor of Australia Day, which uh, we had earlier in the week. Happy Australia Day, January 26th. Yes, uh, special day, as you can see, the harbor. It'll be packed. Uh, right now, actually, as we're recording, Australia Day down there. So I think the boats keep moving at those speeds. It's not going to be packed. There's going to be there's not going to be anything going on. They, they got to slow down, hang out, smell the roses. I needed that uh, video editing when I was playing. Make me a little bit faster. We've been good. A little bit faster, all of us, right? And Brian, uh, you're up in Nova Scotia. And you got your you're at the stadium. Is it's looking spectacular behind you? Yeah, this is actually a stadium that Major League Rugby is going to be visiting in a few weeks. This is the York Lions Stadium in Toronto, the, the new home of the, the Arrows this year. Looking forward to them beating all comers in the seven games to be played there. York Street is a great location in, in China. Justin Trudeau should send the uh, Prime Minister sled to Nova Scotia to get you to Toronto under... <laughs> Any, there should be no circumstances that can delay Brian Ray getting to Toronto for 2022 for one game. Come on, Justin, you've, maybe, done, um, you've done more with less. Maybe Murray from Flight of the Concords could help out with it. Is this here we're going to have a tour bus? No, that, no, it's the rugby itinerary, isn't it? All right, there's only two of you. You're not a big rugby team. You don't need a bus. Pull some strings at the New Zealand consulate uh, yes. behind you. I think it's just up down the road from where you are, Matthew. Yes, it is. Just, just, across, yeah. the, just across the way here. <laughs> but let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's get to what folks came to, to hear and see. They came to hear us talk about Major League Rugby 2022, the Eastern Conference. Our Eastern Conference preview coming on the heels of last week's stellar Western Conference preview. Let's start it off. And let's start with New England, Dan. So New England is commonly in the northeast of the... No, I'm just kidding. Not the geography, silly. The Free Jacks! Scott Nathy comes in. Ryan Martin goes to the Rebels. So you trade a Kiwi for a South African. Tom Kindly still the Kaiser Soze, the puppet master pulling the strings in the background to get things going. Uh, they'll be good. The, the big question is, Vian Conradi is probably the big loss. Like Who steps into that role? Him and Joe Johnson, such a dynamic back row. They fell a little short there. Really only had themselves to blame at the back end. They left too much of a run to get into the finals. But uh, they'll be knocking on the door this year. I still I still am not sure that their 9-10 combo of Poland and Boyle is a circuit breaker for me. They just I don't think they had the creativity to you know do something. They, they rely on Bodine Walker probably a little bit too much to create. Uh, where they should just let him play his game at 15. So that's my question mark for Free Jacks fans. Can the pole and boil combination finally click? And, and can they get a little creative and score some points? What about Fife? 
he was great. One of my one of my favorite players from last year was five. Started like a house on fire, but I think teams did their homework on him, watched their film, and they really stifled him and shut him down at the back end, which is where they've got to get a little bit more creative. And I think a lot of that's going to fall on Harrison Boyle. He's got to take leadership and ownership of the the creativity, set piece, and phase play for that back line in New England. If he can do that, if he can step up and grow into that role, they're a big chance. If not, I think they flounder mid-table again. Well, I think there's actually kind of a question of who plays 10. Is it Waka or is it Boyle? Because they've got a heck of a lot of backs at that team. Now they got Paul Mbalakana in from uh, the, the Sabercats, that flying oh, yeah. winger. Uh, you know, you've already mentioned Wilson. They've got uh, four centers who could potentially start. I mean, they've got a, a lot of guys to pick from. So uh, I'm interested to see. I, I, I kind of think we might see Dougie Fife at fullback and walk at 10 maybe for a bit. We had we saw Waka playing a lot of 10 at the back end of last season. So, uh, But I agree with Dan in that that's a key you know part of their game. But I, I think they'll be uh, – the back row actually I think is going to be their strength. They brought in Slade McDowell, who's an outstanding flanker from Otago. Jesse Parite, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, is going to come in at number eight uh, with Joe Johnston. And then, you know, you got Justin Johnson uh, in, in there as well. Uh, you know, that's that's a pretty impressive loose forward uh, group they can pick from. So uh, I'm expecting that back row to really carry that team. But I, I agree there's so much over, you know, new coaches again, so much of the roster, they had to pick up new players. So, uh, you know, it'll be similar to last year where they're going to have maybe some some struggles to start the season. Once they get going, they're going to be really tough. Next team that we're going to look at right now, guys, is the Old Glory, Washington, D.C., in the nation's capital, Old Glory, with Chris Dunleavy and Paul Sheehy. And if you're going to buy a car, you'd be best served going to Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy for me to say, but I got mine from there, and I can't, tell you how much of a pleasant experience it was what a whore what a plug but there it is uh brian take us away with uh, the the old, old glory they got to feel a little bit bad for these guys. They lost like two thirds of their starting lineup front row, which was outstanding last year, all gone, all three of them up to tier one to Well, I guess one to the championship, but all those guys gone, both starting flankers, Gibbons and Mungo Mason gone. Uh, Robertson, their outstanding fly half gone. Uh, you know, I mean, they've even lost some of their younger American guys. DeMonte Noble went to LA. Sam Cusano apparently isn't coming back. Uh, Casey Renault, it seems like the big second row isn't coming back either. Um, you know, that's just unfortunate for them. A lot of turnover bodies. I don't think they've really replaced that front row or the flankers. You know, they're going to be asking for other guys to just step up and fill the gaps. Uh, I just see on paper, you know, they got a couple more guys imports to come in, but on paper to me, this looks like uh, the weakest team in the division, you know, still some, you know, again, some young guys in there that'll build for the future. But uh, I just look at that roster and I just see, uh, you know, man for man in the depth that they have. I, I just don't see them as a, as playoff contenders this year. Dan, if, if they struggle out of the gate, is Andrew Douglas's job in jeopardy? And is there a possibility that a Scott Lawrence could fill in there unless you have him, of course, signed up already for St. Louis? <laughs> oh, good looking and funny. You are the ultimate package, Matthew McCarthy. Um, no, I, I didn't realize Mungo's not coming back. Where's he gone? He's Brian? gone to Oxford University. Well, because he's a bona fide genius. He's uh, he's the Matt McCarthy of old glory. He's really. a lawyer he's already, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's – I interviewed him and I'm like kind of like, are you single? Like, And he's got I great know, hair. I know some he's got great hair. He does. he does. But I digress. I'm heading down the wrong path here. Yeah, yeah you'd have to think, Dougie, you'd probably be on the hot seat, right? Uh, the life cycle seems to be about two and a half seasons if you're not in the playoffs. That, 
you know, the teams that have struggled, that's typically what the timeline's been for coaches. I think Alf Daniels in Utah was about two seasons and then uh, he was he was let go. They struggled last year having all those players, just getting on the field, being healthy and figuring it out. Robinson's a huge loss. Gibbons and Mason, huge loss. Stevie Longwell was a bit of an unsung hero up front there. Another big loss. And yeah, I, yeah it's it's going to be a tough one. Um Hopefully, hopefully, Paul sells a bunch of cars this year, and they can kind of stock the war chest and get going again. Yeah, and you know they are. You know, one could argue on behalf of Andrew Douglas in that he has had just a spate of injuries the entire time mm. there, and different problems with personnel getting them on the field at the same time. And he has also, to his credit, blooded some young players that have that are starting to blossom. Right, but be interesting to watch what happens down there in terms of. Again, if they start out of the gate slowly, is there going to be pressure or do they stay the course? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Hottest seat in MLR would be my guess initially is in old glory right now. We've got an open hot seat in Atlanta, Brian. And I know that you are just bursting at the seams on this one. But we, folks, to be honest with you, we can't really address the coaching situation down there because we don't have all the details yet. We've reached out to both parties. We're waiting to hear back, and we like to vet things and, and give you facts most of the time. Uh, but this is a, an important instance where we, we are going to stick to our guns on that one. But we can talk about the organization, Brian. Yeah, uh, I, I got to feel bad for ATL. If you had asked me two weeks ago, they probably would have been, you know, uh, potentially my top pick in the East. But to lose Lawrence like that. I mean, he's such a, you know, a massive character for that team, the way he coached them last year, the way he had them playing defense. I mean, just, it was, it was really impressive. So that's a huge, huge loss to them. They've also got another disruption in in camp right now, that kind of stuff you don't need leading into the season. So I think that knocks them down. They're still a heck of a good team. I mean, they've got some great players on there. They're still going to be tough. They've got a couple guys, you know, Ryan Nell's back and healthy. He'll have a whole season. Kurt Coleman, another, a full season out of him. So that helps them a lot. A couple new South Africans coming in. Uh, tight head prop is going to be a, a position of strength. They got two of them now, uh, Grunewald and Jenkinson, who's coming in. Both of them have played for South Africa under 20s. Uh, my man, Matt Heaton, superstar flanker, um, you know, Connor keys, the other Canadian shout outs. Uh, so you, know, you are, oh, you are beautiful. Just, <laughs> oh. I think they're going to be good. I think they will be a solid team. Um, I, I think though, uh, that those disruptions are going to hurt them a bit. So I, I, I think they're in the playoff picture, but, uh, just a, a notch down from where we saw them last year. They don't have chance when who Alex Corbacero and I'm going to misquote him here, said is the best goddamn prop he's ever seen in his life. Oh, that's lofty praise. Yeah, it's, um, you know, again, I know you just- I did say just I misquoted him. I did say that. And you just said you're all about facts and just threw one out there that's not facts. That's okay. The, the, the whispers I'm getting out of Atlanta is Stephen Brett's actually going to take the head coaching role down there. So assistant coach is Scott Lawrence, but not confirmed yet. Uh, we'll wait for Rugby ATL to make that announcement. It's going to go either one or two ways here. It's either going to galvanize the playing squad. You know, sometimes they can get around situations like this, galvanize, get together, and they're going to come out of it and be, like Brian said, a, a playoff contender. Uh, they want to get back to the championship. They want to win it, obviously. Uh, or it could go the other way. And it could be a huge disruption. It could be a, a nightmare of a season, not too dissimilar to what we saw with Toronto and their geography challenges last year. I'm leaning towards the latter. I, I think it's disruptive. I think when you lose Scott Lawrence as a GM and a head coach, 
that's his roster. He put that together. Um, I don't know. I just trying to put on like a player's cap here and think about that. There would be to me. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of unknown. Still, you're on the the eve of the the season, and I just don't see like a really strong player leader like Matt Heaton. Obviously, is but who can because he's, he's Canadian. Right? He's Canadian. He drinks yeah. Tim Hortons. Yeah. Who can bring all 35, 40 guys into a room and just boom, lay down the law? Where Scott was such a, a dominant figure in that locker room. Professional sports is tough. If you add in some extra, you know, herbs and spices onto the side to, to your daily, it's difficult. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the rest of the Eastern Conference preview after these words. Selling or trading in your vehicle? She makes it easy. With Easy Trade, start online or visit us in store. We want your vehicle and we'll give you up to 125% of KBB value. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. blind since I was four and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label none of that stuff influences me I drink beer because of the taste and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon it has the taste and the flavor what do you think is on the label I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire That's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we're back with Dead Power, Brian Ray. Guys, we are humming along here, getting ready for this new 2022 kickoff for MLR. It's very exciting, and we still have some Eastern Conference teams to preview. Let's go up north of the border. Brian, I know that you are champing at the bit, chomping at the bit. It depends on who you talk to. But what do you got for your arrows other than an undefeated season and the championship being hoisted there? <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see if I pick them to lose any games this season. We'll oh. see. But, you know, uh, oh. looking at the outgoing list, you, you see, you know, Tukulet and Levas and Manu Montero and Manu Diana and Taylor Adams and Ben Lesage. And you're looking at that and you're like, man, that, that sucks. And then they've quietly put together a pretty strong roster. They've got depth right through the side. I mean, probably three deep in almost every position. I mean, not, not necessarily star guys, but guys that can fill in and get the job done. Uh, I, I think there's a couple important things there. Obviously, playing at home is a massive help. So uh, you have to figure they're going to win at least six of those eight games minimum in, in Canada. So that's a big help. Uh, the second thing is uh, they've done – they haven't had the kind of disruptions with visas and that kind of things that other teams have had. I think there's only like two guys who haven't uh, arrived in practice uh, so far. So they, they look well rehearsed. I mean, they routed old glory in their preseason outing. Uh, well got rehearsed. Is this a dance troupe? <laughs> what is that? That sounds like my wife. You know, they, they change what, what, up the coaching and, and, and What kind of outfits are they wearing oh, at their rehearsals? Goodness, McCarthy. <laughs> 
uh, you know, uh, pressure on Peter Smith. He's coming in, but it's not like a complete change. He's just kind of moved up the ladder. They've got, you know, and they've added a couple other coaches, Francisco Deform, for instance, the Chilean prop coming in to help with the scrums. Uh, they've got these two guys who are just world beaters out there. Sammy, the boot and Kyle Bailey is a huge pitch pickup from Nola Sammy for the whole season. I love it. Uh, great goal kicker. So I think there's a lot to look forward to, you know, are they at the very, can they go, you know, bottom to top? I, I don't know, but they're certainly in the playoffs hundred percent. Uh, you know, whether it's the top, well, I guess there's a couple other teams we've got to go through first, but uh, I'm very optimistic for this season. Dan, can Bailey go from sweating his rugby balls off to freezing his rugby balls off and play effectively enough? Hundred percent. He was born. He's like uh, he's like Bane. He's like, well, you merely adopted the cold. You know, with the pattern. That was my bad. You merely adopted the cold. Um, he was born up there, mate. He's tough. I think honestly, Cole Bailey's signing is flown under the radar a little bit he's a massive pickup yeah like he's leadership he's, he's line out ability board pack a bit like man I'm, I'm a big Carl Bailey fan and and you know I think we talked a little bit before we came on how much I love Sam Malcolm uh just as a player as a person as a leader to have him for a full season is going to make a huge difference they're going to be nearly impossible to beat at home. York Stadium is going to be packed. Toronto fans are going to be so excited to see the Arrows back in town. Fingers crossed there's no restrictions and we can pack out that stadium. But I, I, I think Brian's been pretty generous at six. I think they'll go undefeated at home. I think it's going to be the hardest road trip in MLR this year. You know, going to LA is always tough, but you get to go to the Coliseum. It's sunny. It's nice grass. It's like Toronto, even in April, can sometimes turn on a, a nice little, you know, minus in Celsius for my Canadian brothers and sisters, uh, Fahrenheit, you know, low thirties, high twenties. So Toronto, I'm, 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 I'm bullish on Toronto. I'm pushing the chips in on Toronto this year. On paper. You're right. They lost so much, but in a sneaky fast kind of way, they, they rebuilt that roster, which is, which is good for the league and it's good for Toronto. And I can't wait. I, I really would like to go, up there, I'll I'll take my brand new car from Shihi Auto Stores and drive right up to Toronto because it's just a pleasurable drive. Uh, How many miles of gallon are you getting on that thing? Oh, Matthew? too many, too many. Yeah. I feel I feel guilty. It's so many. Yeah. I feel so guilty. Then it would be petrol <laughs> up by you, right, Brian? Is it petrol? Petrol? What? <laughs> what are we British? <laughs> you got the you got the queen on your currency. Yeah, you're British. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Enough. All right. Let's move on. Let's go down to Nola. And Dan, since you're you're familiar with Nola, let's start with Brian. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, Nola. You know, I think the the big loss for me is Andrew Guerra. Uh, he was an outstanding flanker last year. Uh, really caught me by surprise. I had no idea who this guy was coming in, and he killed it earned his spot in the Eagles, unfortunately broke his leg badly against New Zealand, probably out for the season. Uh, you know, they're getting Nick Feeks back. They're getting JP Eloff back. They're getting Robbie Coleman back. Those are huge guys uh, that we great. basically forgot that they didn't, you know, that <laughs> yeah, were starters be, for them. Yeah. Basically, mm -hmm. you know, they're almost like new signings for them. So that's good. But you look at the, you know, the guys they have on their roster and, and kind of, you know, they have the lowest number of imports in the league, which is on one hand, it's a good thing. On the other hand, they're, they're maybe conceding a bit of ex professional experience to other teams. So I, I don't know if the the horses they, they brought in have really 
you know, kept up with other signings with other teams. Certainly when you look at, uh, you know, a team like New York, which we'll get to, uh, you know, the, the guys they brought in, not really apples to apples. So, um, yeah, I, 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 we'll, we'll see. And also, of course, the coaching change. Nolan Nate is gone and Kane Thompson is, is taken over. So I, I hear he's a promising coach. I don't know. Uh, maybe someone else can espouse on him. But um, so I, I think they're kind of in the mix again. I, you know, I don't see them as – is, is really shooting for the top, but I don't see them at the very bottom either. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see what happens down there. Dan, will Dallas pick up Nolan Nate Osborne as a head coach? Is what? What are you? What is your ears to the to the wall? Your ears that, to the wall. That one I haven't heard, but I mean, talk about a, a luxury for Dallas. They lose their coach, and the very you know within a few weeks, Nate Osborne is available. The guy basically helped along with Ryan Fitzgerald and, and uh, Tim Falcon down there build Nola Gold from the, the ground up. So if anyone knows anything about a new franchise, it's Nate Osborne uh, and he's Australian. I mean, come on. It's, almost, it's almost as good as being Canadian, right? Second. just It's, it's a close second. Second. Close second. second. Sorry, I didn't Canadian. mean to insult you, Brian. Brian, no. the only <laughs> angry Canadian all the time. Uh, but Dan Kane Thompson is that guy that could, you know, provide that leadership that might be missing in Atlanta. Now he's a guy that, you know, you can follow into battle cause he's battle tested certainly and looks like he can go on the pitch and may end up on the pitch. Are we going to have a player coach situation? Yeah. I don't think Tomo's going to be putting on. I think Carl Spencer would be fun to see him put the boots on as, uh, if he can get his visa and flights organized to get over there. But you know, Tomo is very similar to Pete Smith. Like he's a recently retired player, uh, player coach, very up to date with the modern coaching philosophies of the game. Um, but much to Brian's point, do they have the horses in the stable to get it done down there? Losing Julian Dominguez, they bring in Harley Wheeler. I really like Harley Wheeler. He had a sabbatical to try his hand at sevens last year. Comes down from rugby ATL, but at the then you balance that out, losing Andrew Guerra, who was. I think rookie of the year, right? He was rookie of the year last year and rightfully so. Um, I hope get well, Andrew. Uh, you know, I want to see him back out in the field sooner than later, but they can stay healthy. They can give it a shot, but they've got to stay healthy because they just don't have the depth to really run deep into that player pool. Fans are going to like Harley Wheeler. Every time I've seen him play and I've got even over the rugby X over in London, that experiment where they played five on five, he is one hard-nosed guy whose motor never stops going. Fan favorite. Watch out for Harley Wheeler. And then last but not least, the team that I know nothing about, Rugby New York. Dan? Number one. They'll win the East. Sorry, Brian. I'm really sorry. Ooh. I mean, pending Dan Carter getting his... Oh, God, we weren't meant to say that, were we? Can we, can we edit, Johnny? No, I'm just kidding. Dan Carter's not going to New York. they got Sam Windsor. Why would you take Dan Carter when you've got Sam Windsor? It'll be the Battle of the Sammies. Malcolm versus Windsor on the boot there on the East Coast. Point scoring. It'll be a neck and neck all year. New York. New York are built to win. I like the team. Marty Veal, some stability. They've got stability at the coaching position with Marty Veal. Uh, what, and what Marty Burke now? back for a full year this time. Marty Burke. He had good things about Marty Burke as well. Uh, they'll have a, uh, a soon-to-be-announced home. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to announce it, but it's not in my backdrop and it's not in Matt's backdrop. So we'll just leave it at that. Now, that'll be good. That'll be good. I mean, I, I like New York. Got the, a good mix in that forward pack. They're tough. Uh, sounds like they're going to uh, be a bit of a thorn in the side for my uh, Toronto Arrows. Um, 
you know, they, they've done something a little bit different to other teams. They, the guys they've picked up are, are ready now. They're all around that like 30, you know, late 20s, 30, a little bit pushing 30. Uh, so they're all ready to go, you know. So they, they sure they brought in a few new guys, but, uh, you know, these guys are battle tested. I mean, O'Connor at seven, impressive player. Ed Fido, this Samoan winger, I think is going to light it up. He's really uh, smashing with ball at hand. Uh, Jason Emery, I like him, really versatile player. He was a superstar in New Zealand at age grade level. Uh, just hasn't quite, uh, you know, didn't quite get, had some injury problems in super rugby. So, I mean, there's some very good, impressive signings. Apparently there's more to come. I don't know. I wish New York's uh, communications Take were the on. standard that their squad might be. But uh, so, yeah, they look like a good team. Uh, Joe Marler. I'm, I'm loath to say they're going to win, though, but uh they certainly look, I mean, they're in the top two in the East for certain, uh, whether the number one or not, I guess, uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Dan saying number one, you know, I, I try to be as objective as possible down here. You know, I, I see the guys, sure. I see them training. Um, I think t- Toronto always gives New York fits. And I think they have the advantage in the, in the head to head record over the course of their major league battles tell you what though last year we talked about you know the team really hanging on andy ellis staying fit and for the most part he did i i I still think you know although i was impressed with Connor mcmanus if andy ellis doesn't stay fit this year that could be a problem for new york so uh you know i hope they they wrap him with lots of tape or that bad ankle or whatever but uh i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens we'll see if my voodoo dolls get to work at all this year or not but uh, they certainly look impressive well you've you've had Connor McManus and Connor Buckley both have the full year watching Andy Ellis practicing with him, playing with him. If those guys are ever going to materialize as bona fide major league rugby players and the organization does think that that's going to happen, at least for, for one or if not both of them, then they'll step up. And I think the plan actually is to manage Andy's minutes a little bit more. Um, Maybe not against Toronto, like they, did last year that was not the wisest decision i remember being in the in the booth i'm like mm, i don't know about this one and it was you know you guys came down and ran them ran them out of the they're out of the cochran out of, in jersey city which the new venue and i have only heard rumors will be better than cochran and a great location. Great <laughs> the bar, bar was, was very large. <laughs> <laughs> you could literally find a Walmart parking lot, and it's better than Cochrane. Let's well, go. Let's the selling go. point on Co- the selling point on Cochrane was better than Randall's, which is yeah. Again, the bar is so large. Which that could Mate. be the Triborough Bridge right behind you, Dan, from uh, going into the Queens. You know, yeah. and then Randall's Island's right smack dab there under you. All right, guys. Dan, you've said New, uh, New York's going to win the East. Brian, you're sticking with your guns. The arrows are on target to take this uh, conference. I think I got. I have to back them just to spite you guys, because <laughs> otherwise it's going to be your dad if it's New York. So I, I'm going to go with Toronto to upset the apple cart here, go from the bottom to the top in the East. And we're dismissing the other teams just just like that. I mean, we're not. We, we're just automatically counting out the reigning Western Conference champion, the Eastern Conference champions, Rugby ATL. The I'm not counting them out. I, like I said, two weeks ago, I probably would have picked them for, for maybe yeah, number top three. one. But, top three, uh, so everyone's a chance to get that third position, but I think Toronto and New York will be top one and two. 
Water, water. Right. And it's, uh, it's only the top three. Yeah. All right. They want that. Uh, they want that NFL divisional round hype. How good was that? Oof. It's not oh. NFL wrap up. Sorry. People in, in, in Buffalo, my heart bleeds for you. It bleeds. I've been there. I lived there for five years. I know how dark it is for you right now. Sorry. Wolf. Oh. They'll get one. They'll get gotta, one in the next five years. Promise you. You got, you got to kick. You don't kick. You don't kick it into the end zone on the kickoff. You kick it on the ground with 13 seconds. Anyway, that's a whole different show. Meetthemats.com. Check that out, ladies and gentlemen. And on behalf of my colleagues, esteemed colleagues, Brian Ray up in Nova Scotia, Dan Power celebrating his Australia Day early or late, depending on when you watch the program. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming on, and thank you for tuning in. Please sign up for our weekly newsletter and please check out our college rugby wrap up. You won't be disappointed and extra please on signing up for our rugby wrap up Red Cross blood donor team because this latest thing with Corona has wreaked havoc on blood banks. They need blood. 